All right, guys. So you may be wondering why episode nine is coming out before episodes four, five, you know, the other ones that should be going in sequential order. Well, that's because we have Adult Con coming up, and we wanted to let you guys know about the opportunity to come meet Draven and I in person. So, this is the most recent real episode. All the other episodes we did a couple weeks ago, a month or two ago, and we promised shit will get back in sequential order, but we wanted to make sure you guys knew about AdultCon, and you could come fucking see us in person. So, without further ado... We are Hello and welcome to the 288 Podcast. This is your host, Matt Slayer. And this is your uh, large-titted host, Draven Star. Tonight, our special guests are W.L. Weller, a very, 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 very fine whiskey. It's actually my cheap whiskey of choice. And uh, we also have a, a special guest, Bushmills, because we are almost out of uh, Matt's favorite cheap whiskey. Yeah, we're... We're going through it like it's going out of style. That's true. So, uh, so we got us a backup bottle of a uh, Bushmills. Actually, our uh, our extra special guest, uh, assistant producer Johnny, got us this Bushmills. Say hi, Johnny. Hey, everybody. And let's be clear: this is that good white label Bushmills, not to be confused with the more expensive, luxurious Bushmills. Trying to keep it cheap. It's all. Oh, come on! It's all good. That's how we do. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's all it's all good here. We don't want to drink, you know, dirt whiskey, but. We also don't want to, you know, be drinking fucking Blue Label all night. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. No. We drink too fast to drink that. I know. Uh, that my drinking too fast kind of fucked me up in Tokyo. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Maddie Slayer is back from Tokyo, everybody. It's very exciting. I did not get deported. <laughs> I got to leave under my own power. You weren't kicked out of the country. You didn't get arrested. You didn't go to some type of foreign prison. No, no. I mean, there was the one night I don't really know what happened. Uh-oh. But you didn't go to jail because you're here. Someone could have paid my bail. I don't really know. And like dragged you out of jail after paying your bail? That seems like a really good friend that you don't really have. My lawyer was with me. Oh, yeah, that's true. You probably got, did go to jail. <laughs> my lawyer was with me. I you mean, probably did go to jail. And he was like, you know what? This, we'll just keep this one on the cuff. That's a Jew move. And my lawyer partied, so... <laughs> that's awesome you, you've met carl the party and lawyer haven't you i don't know can't say he that totally at he's a chicago yeah he's a he's a he's a, a known character here on the 288 we have a lot of good stories about uh carl the party and lawyer <laughs> so i guess out of order for tokyo we'll talk about matt's blacking out night yes all right how did it how did it begin well like it, you woke up in the morning and you were like so today's the day I'm going to black out. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so we decided like after two days of just binge drinking, like day and night binge drinking. Right. That we were going to do cultured shit during the day and then drink at night. Right. So the crew, the crew and I went to the samurai museum. I saw that picture of you like wearing all that samurai stuff. Was that like something anyone could do or yeah. did you have to like, Oh, that's so fucking cool. Yeah. 
fucking sword and they trusted me with a sword. I don't know why they didn't know you. No, <laughs> no. What sucks is I could have put on like a sleeveless like samurai vest, but I was being super cautious about not showing off my tattoos this time around. Mm, yeah, I that's found, probably good. I found I got much better reception not being there with people with facial tattoos. Like, yeah, didn't get kicked out of anywhere this time that I remember. Any polite racism? No polite racism this time. Hey. We got served everywhere. Wow. So it's totally the tattoos. It's got to be. Oh, so I can't go to Tokyo with you ever then because I've got, I got to I mean, throw in my hands and shit. Maybe I'll just wear like a, like a push-up bra the whole fucking time and like a deep V-neck and they'll be like, oh, you're fine. Well, and, you know, cute gloves maybe. I mean, because weird fashion is totally. Oh, yeah. I'll just wear fingerless gloves the whole time. I will get my fucking, my old school like Madonna on. Yeah, because weird fashion doesn't, no one looks. No, no that's, the, that's the place. Oh. They have such killer street fashion there. They do. Did you oh. see like did, like lots of really cute girls and cute outfits, things of that nature? Oh my God. I came back with a Japanese girl fetish. Like, <laughs> that's so fucked. I, I know because I don't want an Americanized Japanese girl. I want a Japanese girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, holy shit. If I wasn't sharing like a room that was four bunk beds with three other dudes, like we met this one girl one night and I would have totally just fucking rubbed one out the minute I got back to the room. But, oh, that's so sweet. I know. She's going to be a flight attendant. I'm like, well, you should look me up when you get to LA. Yeah, right. Hey, girl. Hey. Okay, so you were at the Samurai Museum and they trusted you with a sword. Right. So that... Why? Because <laughs> they, did, they, they didn't know. All right. Because they're like, oh, tourist, you'll be... Yeah. Plus they had an actual samurai, like a trained samurai in the building. Shut up, for real? Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude was so unassuming. Like, we saw him on the street and didn't even realize... Because, like, he did a whole demonstration, like, in fucking robes and everything. Mm-hmm. But he left after our de- demonstration, so we were hanging out on the street after we left the fucking museum and he's just smoking a cigarette and a pork pie hat and like a fucking like button down shirt he was so unassuming you know he's a little dude he's japanese yeah and it's like holy fuck none of us would have thought twice to you know get into a bar fight with that guy if you know it came to it and you would have been so done for he would have murdered us all so done for God. Cheers yeah. to unassuming pork pie samurai ninjas yeah. roaming the streets of Japan. Real life street samurais. Yeah, right. Okay. Cheers. Kick it back. So, right next door to the samurai museum is a bar called Science. Okay. So, I'm like, well, why don't we kick off the festivities at Science before we go wherever that we're trying to go to? It says it's a rock bar. Okay. So, I, Do they have like fancy drinks, like mixologists? Like, no, no, why no. it's just called science. It's just called science. Like, <laughs> all right. So, science is in a basement. It's a six hundred yen cover to get in, but that gets you one free drink. So it's like, oh, it's a one drink. <laughs> how much? And how much would that be? Like uh, U.S. dollars? Like five seventy. Oh, okay. That ain't shit. Yeah. So uh, we roll into science, and it was like a record stopping moment. Like everyone's like, uh, Gaijin, what are you? Oh, you know what gaijin means, right? Mm. So that is the Japanese term for foreigner. Ooh, okay, okay. So they're like, hey, white boy. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Like, hey. I mean, they didn't actually say gaijin, but they said it with their eyes. Oh, yeah, okay. And the bartender's really cute. Dyed blonde hair wearing a cannibal corpse shirt. Ooh, like, look at you. It's your lucky day. Like, I think I found where I parked my car. <laughs> So was it was it cool? Did you guys have a good time? Were the uh, I'll, I'm getting to it. All right, all so right. I'm excited now. We start drinking, like 
600 yen uh, whiskey rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, and we drink them out of Jack Daniels. <laughs> as I do. As you do. So I get comfortable at this point by the time we're out of Jack and take my hoodie off and then like everyone's Uh-oh. all wide-eyed when the tattoos come out. Right. But... The bartender's like, oh, I have a tattoo, too. I'm like, can I see it? She's like, no, I'm too shy. I'm too shy. It was, like, on her shoulder. It wasn't, like, I mean. Was it visible, or? It would have been if she wasn't wearing a hoodie. Oh, okay. Okay. But it's just, you know, it's the culture, man. Like, Yeah. There's not about it. But, yeah, I was still talking her up. And a band starts up in the back. They're like, you should check out this band. And the band was interesting. Not mm-hmm. really my cup of tea. Right. But my boys are like, hey, we're going to go bounce to another bar. We know you're trying to put in work with the bartender, so catch up with us later. Yeah. I remember getting like a couple more whiskeys that were like full rocks classes of Canadian club. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I remember is vague, vaguely remember is vomiting in a cab <gasps> out the window of a cab. Like, and then that cabbie dumped me at uh, the station that was nearest to our Airbnb. Mm-hmm. So I slept in a planner at the station for a little while. Oh my goodness. Like I kept like coming conscious. I'm like, I know the Airbnb is a mile that way, but I'm really not sure I'm in shape to try and navigate the actual neighborhood. Right. So I called I grabbed another cab mm-hmm. and I'm freaking out on the way there. I'm like, I don't know if I have enough cash on me. Shit. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh we get there. I have just enough in coins. I'm like, here. Dodged a bullet there, buddy. Well, so the next morning, the first thing I do is make sure I wasn't drugged in, like, because violent crime's not really a thing in Tokyo, but what will happen to tourists is you'll get drugged and they'll max your credit cards. Right. That Yeah, that was my next question. Like, after you said that it was, like, full rocks last, I was like, oh, okay, because I'm like, whoa, if you blacked out there, dude, like. Well, it's still, like, that's still... Yeah, you have a very, very high tolerance for, for alcohol. Yeah, I mean, um, like, and for me to get done in, like, I get, you know, I've been known to get blurry, but, like... Not blackout. Yeah, like, just, the only time I ever get, like, blackout, blackout is, like... Australia. And that's the last time I ever heard yeah. of you even blacking out, and that was forever ago. Well, that was, A, forever ago, and B, was drinking for hours on end. Yeah, yeah, I know, I'm just... I'm not like saying well, no, it's the no, same, I'm, but I'm, I'm saying, but like, yeah, like I'm, in like for for that to happen, you had yeah, you were drinking all day, and this happened in like a small amount of time, right? Like over the course of four hours. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah that's that is crazy. So, we're, like, was was all your shit okay? Do so you the, think you were drugged? I don't know. How did you feel the next day? Not horrible. <laughs> Amazingly, okay. not horrible for right puking in the cab and like. I so you were my, not drugged. Well, we don't know, but your but your credit cards. So I check my credit card. The first thing I see on my actual checking account is three hundred bucks taken out. I'm like, oh shit! So I check all my other accounts. Everything else is cool. I pick actually pick up my wallet. Three hundred bucks in it. Ah, okay. Well, that's good. No, like so autopilot drunk Matt. Yeah. Hit an ATM to get more money. (laughs) That sounds about right. Like, I'm even though I blacked out, I'm still like fairly proud of myself that I made it back from the you know with a little. I'm proud of you. With a little, you know, detour, I still made it back to, you know, from the club. Mm-hmm. 
managed to get more money out to you know cover the cab, even though I didn't remember it. Yeah, in the cab, like. But you had it, man. And yeah, it's like holy fuck, dude. I'm proud of you. I'm impressed. High five. Yay, yay! Drunk autopilot. Like the guys were joking. They're like, they may have drugged you, and you just didn't go down. <laughs> <coughs> you know what? That is also like. Uh, that you know what that might have happened they might have been like oh let's drug this guy and then like instead of you just like passing out and drooling and like shitting yourself you just like blacked out a little bit and still like managed to get yourself home and they're like what the fuck i mean if you think about it if they were going by like dosage you have to easily be two two and a half times the size of the average person that they would be trying to dose anyway right probably i mean and you know who knows how my alcohol tolerance you know I feel like your intestines are made out of like steel and Brillo pads. Like your fucking organs are like just not going anywhere, dude. And for anybody who doesn't know, we've been talking for about 10 minutes now and we're about four shots deep. That's how we normally roll. Completely unfazed. So in order to black out quantitatively, I'm impressed. Oh yeah. No. And what sucks is that bartender is really cute. And I think she was really kind of digging. Right. Yeah. Because I just started talking metal to her. and Oh, yeah. You know. What's hilarious is I was breaking out my phone. I'm like, do you know this like Japanese metal band? They're like, no, never heard of them. Like I, I mentioned um, the Coffins and um, Gallhammer. They're both Japanese like death metal bands. Well, I, I don't know. Because on the one hand, it could be something like, you know how um, there's like the people who are really into like Norwegian black metal, like yeah. that's all they listen to because that's what they love. And they just like like the foreign, like dark aspect of it. Maybe they just really like American metal for like that similar reason with like, it's just like something cool and foreign. Yeah. But I mean, even the guys that are into, you know, just Norwegian black metal are aware of Metallica. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, but you know, who you never know. No, maybe the, maybe the Japanese metal bands you picked out uh, are not very popular. Could be, could be. I I don't know. I have some obscure metal tastes apparently. Oh, that's true. I but just that's was, why we love you. I just thought it was kind of shocking that like wait a minute I'm in their home country and a girl wearing a Cannibal Corpse shirt has never heard of these bands. Yeah, I would. I'd probably wonder about that a little. Oh, bit I was too. down to you know take her back to the Airbnb and educate her. I'll educate you, girl. Right. I'm gonna learn you today. That's great. She barely spoke English. Like one of her friends was an English teacher, so he was doing most of the translating. Oh, really? Yeah, it was super awkward explaining what my NC seventeen tattoo meant. <laughs> That's great. Because like they didn't get the rating system thing. She's like, they're like, no, she's twenty seven. Oh. Perfect. Yeah, that's that is great. Thank you for that information. That's cool. Yeah, I don't know how bad it went. After the fact, though. So did every so did your like did you wake up to like any like missed texts or calls or were your buddies just oh, like I, he's fine? I was texting them like during it like oh okay so you were t- okay See, because like when I I have a tendency like the the few times that I've blacked out um I tend to just completely ignore my phone. Uh, let's see, let's review what I said during it. Uh, the first text is, I may be a few seconds away from running away from a cab. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. You are one of my favorite people in the whole fucking world. My buddy responds like, that makes no sense. Are you okay? 
he's like, if this is a code, type Pulitzer. I'm like, ha, drunk, not enough cash. If this is a code? He's like, in case I was kidnapped or something. Oh, oh. He's, he's being funny. Yeah. I'm like, ha, drunk, not enough cash. My God. And so, so we only had one key for the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. So we'd stash it in the mailbox and there was a like a punch key code. Oh, okay. okay. I spent that makes 25 sense. minutes tr- drunkenly trying to open that mailbox. Really? Yeah. Like, why won't it open? I made it home. I won't open. Oh, like without punching the code in? You were just like trying to, well, to mow it, it open? It was actually or? a spin dial. Oh, oh okay. So I'm like, why is this keep going back and forth. <laughs> yeah. 25 minutes, like, piss drunk, puke on my hoodie. I can relate. Well, not the puke on the hoodie, but I can relate to that from my, because um, like, I obviously have a combination lock, like as a at, as a stripper, like wherever I go, you know, like I keep on my shirt locker, I have a combination lock. And I've brought the same one. It's the same one that I've had for years from my, from my home club in Baltimore. And um, <laughs> like, there will be times where I'm just like fucking half in the bag and drunk and I'm like, try to put it in and I fuck it up. Or I like remember like my combination from like middle school and try to put that one in. And I'm like, why well, isn't it working? <laughs> Or like the one time that was really funny was um, I, because obviously my, my club in Baltimore, I've, I've said a lot, I danced at for a number of years. So like I had the same locker for a long time. So I would like obviously leave all my shit there when I'd like come to LA or whatever, go out of town. There was one time, there was one time I was, I was out of town for like a month and I got back to work and yo, I straight up forgot my combination. I remembered like one of the numbers do you remember what order it was in? I I remembered one of the numbers. I knew it was the <laughs> first one. I'm like actually trying to remember my combination right now so I don't fuck it up. But yeah, so then I had to like go like to my manager and be like, oh, I forgot my combination. And then they would like look it up in the fucking paperwork and shit. Luckily, it was at this club that like I got the lock at. Because um, if not, they'd have been like, you're shit out of luck, boo-boo. Like, so are you going to have that problem at Exposed? No, 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 because before I moved, I didn't know um, when the next time I'd be using my combination lock was. So I put a little, um, like, my, uh, the pants, who actually, for everyone who doesn't know, assistant producer uh, Johnny is the pants. So, yay. Yeah. Um, he had, because, you know, he does chef work. Yeah. He has these, like, disposable, uh, or I'm sorry, dissolvable labels that you can like put on like a deli or like a jar or something so that like when you when you wash it to reuse it like you don't have to worry about sticky stuff like it just comes off. So I used one of the dissolvable labels and I wrote my combination on the back of my combination lock and like threw it in my bag before I packed it so that I could keep it in the noodle for the next time I had to use it. And no, I have not had that problem at all at Exposed. Solid play. Yeah. Solid play. Uh let's see. Other Tokyo highlights. Yeah, tell me about what um the so, sites and things. Did you did you hunt down any of those like really obscure flavored like Kit Kats or anything no, like that? No, couldn't find them. Couldn't, really? Oh my not, god! Find them. I was looking for them because like I did eat a bunch of other weird Tokyo candies. I don't even know what flavors they were. They were like weird berries. Yeah, um, that's how I discovered lychee. Actually, I had a a teacher that was from Thailand, and he brought in like these lychee like candies, like these gummies, nice. and I've like forever changed. Like, I am a completely different person now. I love lychees. <laughs> and Johnny would love Tokyo, too, just because, like, literally, I think the only meals that were not, like, outstanding, I mean, they weren't bad, but every meal was outstanding except for 
we I got talked into going to a burger joint, which was just a mistake. Yeah, I probably wouldn't want to eat yeah, we went much to f- American style food. We went to Freshness Burger, which was eh. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it sounds it, like a place that would be here in LA. It, yeah. It just kind of makes me paranoid because I don't want to eat dog. That's well, the game is real. I know I know that it's real. It's, it's super real. You Japan. can't convince me otherwise, dude. It's Japan. It's not China. It's not Thailand. It's fucking Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah. I was say, if, that's a if they're going to serve you weird meat, they'll advertise it. We totally walked by a place that was advertising whale and horse sashimi. Horse sashimi. Yeah. I mean, I'm down what for that. What type of fucking organic I just don't want to eat a dog. free-range cat horses can you turn into sashimi? I think they're just like man up. They don't know what organic is in Japan. That's no. All right. My LA is showing. But we didn't make it back. We were going to totally like, the whale's already dead. There's nothing wrong with eating it now, right? I guess. They bathe in contaminated water. (laughs) So. Expensive scotch. That's all I'm interested in. We'll we'll get to the expensive (laughs) scotch. Don't worry. Give it to me. Um, We... Went out for fucking all-you-can-eat Kobe, like I promised. Ooh, how was that? Amazing as usual. Unfortunately, I did not realize that they had this part of the all-you-can-eat package last time, but they had it this time was for 1,800 yen more. It was all-you-can-drink while it was all-you-can-eat. Really? Yeah. So Carl blacked out and fell asleep at the table. That is adorable. Like... Carl. Do you have a picture? Oh, totally. okay. So approximately how much, like all together with the all you can eat Kobe, all you can drink, approximately how much would that be in U.S. dollars? Like I am very curious about this. About fifty-five per person. Really? Yeah. Oh my god! You pay that for like an ounce of Kobe here. I know. I was going to say the whole yen to U.S. dollar ratio is very daunting. No, it's actually really easy. Yeah. How the- many? How many yen per dollar? So right now the exchange rate was about. 110 yen to the dollar. I so, was going to guess that. Oh my God, my brain. So it's really easy. Like basically you just take away the, you know, the decimal and treat a yen like a penny. So like a hundred yen's a buck. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, it's super easy. Okay. I mean, it's just, you know, it's fucking, you know, it's like, oh, hey. And they have. Well, once you put it like that, it, it makes it a little easier to understand i think what's fucking deceptive though is the fact that fucking they have 500 yen coins and like some oh bars, and they're about the size of a quarter yeah so some bars like you know you're paying 500 yen a drink you're just like quarters here take a quarter yeah right a quarter. so <laughs> acting like you're in like a vfw hall right <laughs> throwing down quarters for drinks oh my god carl that is adorable. We totally weakened it. You guys him. look so fucking happy. <laughs> like, I know y'all can't see this photo. Maybe we'll post it on the website. We'll have to ask Carl. But these motherfuckers look like Christmas just happened. And poor Carl, he does look like Bernie. He is Bernie and out hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we had to carry him out. And like. Oh, my God. And he's. We- is that a fucking Oregon, Oregon Trail shirt that he's wearing? I think so. Yeah, it is. It says you have died of dysentery. Stop it. The oh grin God. on your face says it all. It really does. You've told me many times that for you, Tokyo is like the happiest place on earth. No, look at these dudes, though. Look, look. Johnny, they are so happy. So 
because it's a teppanyaki place, you know, it's like Korean barbecue where there's an open grill in the middle. Okay. So yeah. while we're trying to pick Carl up, we have to keep trying to stop him from putting his drunkenly putting his hand. Oh, in the like grill. right in. The, oh my god! Would have woken up with like a waffle fry for a palm. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh man. Oh my god. Yeah, like. Oh, the poor bean. Well, at least at least he's not like mouth open, neck. No, but all the way back. We were, we he's like he's like school. For, he's like school desk napping. We were still cooking for like 15, 20 minutes while he was like that. Well, I mean, if he's already asleep, you might as well keep eating. You got to eat. Exactly. I mean, he was the one who was triple fisting during all you could drink. <laughs> Poor like, I'll take bean. two beers. Are these um like stainless steel chopsticks? Yeah. Fancy. Oh, right. So they don't set on fire with the well, grill. Well, they give us tongs for that. Brains. Oh, okay. But, but that's still that's nice. It's a fancy joint. It's you know it's forty you know it's uh, forty five hundred yen per head for a yeah. meal plus a, another eighteen hundred for you know all you could drink for the all you can drink right. And nothing's more fun than just ordering drinks on iPads and just bring. Oh, that's so cool! I've always wanted to do that. I know that they do that like at super basic chain restaurants here uh, in America. But I would like to try that yeah, at no, one point in time. Oh, no, did we... Do, okay, no. No, we didn't order. They had the menu at that. At Burger in uh, Gordon Ramsay's place in Vegas. That's that's how they have the menu now. Yeah. I don't think you can order that way, though. I'm not sure. Yeah, no. It's rather just plop the iPad down on the table with the timer of when your all-you-can-eat ends. Because it's timed all-you-can-eat. Was it like two hours? Uh, 90 minutes. Sounds about right. And I, I think I talked about this on a previous episode, but the way they get you when I went there last time. Uh, yeah, I do remember. Yeah. Say it again, though, for everybody who didn't. Is the first order comes out quick, but when you go for follow-up rounds, they take like 15, 20 minutes to bring the follow-up round out. Oh, so it's just like Koreatown in Los Angeles. Yeah, but all the Koreatown places, like all Korean barbecue places we go to, aren't timed all you can eat. So no, they, no. So they, they, can take they got you. Yeah. Time, it doesn't matter. We'll just yeah, camp out for four hours like we did on Christmas. Exactly. Best Christmas ever. It was a good Christmas. It was, it was a good, good Christmas. So, yeah, no. We, I fucking just like maxed out. Like I ordered so much that they couldn't bring it all at once. Oh, I love that. You make me so happy. I'm just like, oh, so much gluttony. So. Yeah. Anything else notable and wonderful about Japan? Everything's notable and wonderful about Japan. We went to Tower Records, went to all seven floors of it. Really? Got a drink on the rooftop. They have a rooftop cafe that I didn't know about. Oh my god, that's so cool. Um it's so much good food. Like we were maxing on rice bowls all the time and like so when you order a rice bowl like a beef rice bowl there, it will come with a raw egg that you crack over it. <gasps> oh my god, that's my favorite thing in literally the whole world. Oh, and my boy, Dead Dave. <laughs> Such a good name. <laughs> Such a good name. My boy, Dead Dave, used to actually have chickens. And he's like, I don't know what it is, man. I used to have chickens. I used to have the eggs directly from the chicken. The eggs are better here. Hmm. I'm sure that that also may have to do with um, their water and soil and, you know, the way that they feed and care for the chickens that they raise for eggs oh, yeah. and meat and stuff. For sure. I mean, as I said. Different the, air things. The, on, the only like less than exceptional meals we had were Freshness Burger, which was just okay. And it was right. still cooked to order. Oh, that's what's up, though. And, you know, the last meal in the airport. 
Oh, well, you know. That doesn't count. Airport meals never count. I know. And then I got went and got really drunk in the Sky Club. You know what? Actually, um, I think it was a year ago, maybe two years ago, my, um, excuse me, my homegirl got married down in Florida. And because I'm a fucking masochist, I decided to drive down with two of my homies and we drove down at one night. It was like 15 hours. We were so fucking delirious that like homeboy was talking about, oh yeah, palm trees are really hard to cut because um, when you trim them, they're made of like wood. He's a smart one. Yeah. Well, after like 15 hours of driving, that's where we were at. We were like, it was a whole thing. And like, I was like, I was, I was gone too. I was, I was even worse because he was talking about, oh, well, uh, the sun came up faster because it was raining earlier. And I was like, is that a thing? Is that like real? Is that science? And then I was like, oh my God, is this what it's like to be dumb? Is this, is this how it feels? Because no, as soon as that just came out of my mouth, I was like, oh no. no. I said that. I didn't think that. I said that. So it was a whole thing. So anyway, wedding's awesome. Wedding's beautiful. Ball in a biscuit. Had a great time. Because you have told me so much about the, the Sky Club, I flew Delta home and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll spend the 50 bucks or whatever to get the, the Sky Club because I had like a long layover and I got to the airport early. Yo, I got fucking shit house wasted in that bitch. And I ate so much of that them soft cheese packets and oh, they had soup yeah. and shit. I was like, yo, this is the dopest. And then I was watching like all the plebes walk in the airport and go through security and shit. And I was like, mm. it was so cool. Welcome to my travel experience. It was um, it was the best. I had so much fun. And what's crazy is the international clubs, like the affiliate clubs from the international airlines, are so much better. Really? Oh my Have God. I never told you about the Virgin Atlantic Club in Heathrow? No. Oh. Tell us, Matt. Tell us. So the motherfucking Virgin Atlantic Club in Heathrow. So, you know, like you go to the Delta Club, you check in at the counter. They're just kind of like, yeah, go run wild. Yeah, they're like, yeah. So when you check in at the Virgin Atlantic Club in Heathrow, you're greeted by a very cute stewardess like at the door. And they're like, oh, we've been expecting you, Mr. Slayer. And they lead you in. They lead you to your seat. I had them lead me directly to the bar. Well, that's where your seat usually is. It is. (laughs) So I had a 7 a.m. flight out of Heathrow. And they had full mixologists working at 7 a.m. All right. Please do not make fun of me. Is Heathrow... London. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Because I was way off. No worries. <laughs> and on top of that, they have a full spa in there. What? And a tailor. What? Okay. And For real? Yeah. For real. And a ridiculous deli. Like a fucking ridiculous deli. Like shaving the meat in front of you fucking deli? Yeah, like a shaving ah! the meat in front of you, like hanging sausages ah! fucking deli. Do they do pastrami? I don't know. I It was breakfast, so... Oh, full menu for food. Unlike, you know, the snacks you get at Delta. Yeah. Like I had a fucking totally Jewish meal. I had a fucking Maker's Mark on the Rocks and a... Lox and bagels with cream cheese for breakfast. Yo, lox, lox and cream cheese and capers with like red onions and shit is like my motherfucking jam. If it is on a menu, I am ordering it dead ass. You sure you're not half a Jew? I mean, I've had some Jew in me from time to time. Hey. <laughs> That's more than, more than time to time. Shit. I know. It's a lot. It was today. Hey. Oh, wait. Who'd you work yep. with today? Tommy. Tommy's not a Jew. No, no, I know. I had to. I He's had uncircumcised. To. How could you think he was a Jew? No, I know. No, I, I don't know why I thought that. 
He's like a he's Italian. quite Italian. Yeah, he's very Italian. As soon as I said that, I was like, no, it was for Joanna. So like, uh, I had sex for a Jew. That counts. Well, you had sex for a paycheck. I'm always having sex for a paycheck. You got paid mean. by a Jew for sex. That totally yeah. counts. It's my favorite. It is. And I like having sex with her, too. She's and that being said, with. let's crack this bush mills. Fuck yeah. She's fun to have sex with. I love Joanna. Bye bye, Weller. We miss you. We love you. So, Holy fucking yeah, shit. That is a full ass deli. That is the deli at Heathrow. Oh my God. Oh my God. All that bread yeah. <gasps> and the cheese. Yeah. No, they're not like Virgin is not fucking around. You know, like Virgin Atlantic, like their flights have an actual bar in first class, like a bar you can sit at during the flight in first Are class. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Is that just for all first class or is that for like international? Virgin Atlantic only does international. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Virgin Atlantic, not Virgin. Yeah. Not Virgin America. Like, right. I, okay. But they're a Delta partner. So next time I fly to Europe, I'm probably going to be like, yeah, I'm going to fly on Virgin Atlantic instead of Delta. Yeah, I would too. That is, dude, this is fucking gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, this is the last year of me getting club membership. So Johnny, look at this. Yeah. It's, it's re goddamn ridiculous for being in a sky club. Yeah. Yeah, that looks like you went to a deli, not like you went to the airport. Yeah, that is, yeah, it is no fucking joke. Can a brother get a brisket? Right, probably. I'd hate to see what the dinner menu looked like. I would love to see what the dinner menu looked like. Be like, hey, my last day in London, I'm just hanging out at the Sky Club all day. Fuck. Yeah, right. Fuck anything else. Fuck all y'all. But yeah, back to random Tokyo adventures. Um, yeah, no, it was it was all pretty chill. Like, got to hit Gods, my favorite fucking metal bar in Tokyo. That was my next question. Did you have a ball and a biscuit at Gods? Yeah, yeah. It was. Did hilarious. all your friends love it? Most of them did. Yeah. Two of my friends was like, it was too smoky in there because you can smoke in bars in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. To and and uh, they love their cigarettes. They do. It's weird. You can't smoke on the street, but you can smoke in smoke in the bars. Yeah. So Dead Dave and the rest of the crew were like, this is like mini exit. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, well, that's why you fell in love with it in the first place. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, oh, hey, this reminds me of home, but it's not. Right. Very far from home. Very, very far from home. We love you, Chicago. We do. We do love you, Chicago. Speaking of loving Chicago, we will be there live and in person fucking shit up. July 8th through 10th for Exotica Chicago. That we will. You can find us at the Burning Angel booth. And running amok, 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 amok. We will. And you'll be able to, I will be at the Burning Angel booth pretty much all day when not recording. And uh, you can find Maddie Slayer running around the floor trying to get hot bitches to be on our show. If you're a hot bitch that wants to be on our show, let us know. Tweet at us, you know, uh, send us a message, anything like that. And uh, yeah, it'll be good. So as of right now, I know it's going to be Myself, Joanna Angel, and uh, Rizzo Ford. Of course. course So, of course, Rizzo. And it's Rizzo's birthday that weekend. So, y'all, it's going to be a ball and a biscuit in Chicago. Y'all should come out for that. It will be good times. It's all, exactly, Chicago is always good times. It's my favorite. It's seriously, like, it's it's a toss-up between Chicago and and Jersey. But I love Chicago exotic. I I always think Chicago. It's just because I like like just hopping on the Blue Line and just going down the Wicker Park. I like going to the Blue Line Diner. Because they have such banging martinis there. My favorite, it's like the girliest drink I love in the whole world. But it is literally my favorite martini and they make it at the Blue Line. It's that Jolly Rancher one with the sugar rim. 
Never oh had my it. god! No, I know you would have never had it, but I'm sure you've seen me order it a few times. <laughs> this is very true. Speaking of other, you know, public appearances coming up in two weeks' time or so is Adult Con, where you can also find us if you're based in Los Angeles. Yes, it'll be at the LA Convention Center, and that is going to be the 14th and 15th yes, of May. 14th and 15th of May. Um, I will be there taking photos and like posing for pictures, taking photos, um, selling them DVDs, selling DVDs, eight by tens, things of that nature. And uh, we'll also be recording. And uh, you know, if you want to want to be on the podcast, come on up, hang out with us. It'll be a good time. Fuck. Yeah. I will be there. Part we'll, of the, we'll remind you guys about yeah. that uh social media a little bit a little shit. bit a little bit later towards the end of the show we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later it's a little early to talk about adult con right now but yeah it's right. coming up it's gonna happen we'll do it so what about um oh, I we keep getting we keep getting sidetracked keep telling me about about tokyo what else was some of the the fun stuff other than the people not liking the, the smoking in uh in gods oh uh, let's see what else other rad shit we did so we discovered that we actually really enjoyed karaoke. See, but is it is it like um private room? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the best way to do it. So Thursday no, Wednesday night. Wednesday night it was pouring rain, so like the bars were dead. Mm-hmm. Just fucking dead. Like nobody was out. And we're like, fuck it. We just need to keep drinking and get in from the rain. Yeah. So when the bar stopped serving, because they all closed down early because they had no customers, the karaoke places still serve. Okay. So, me, Dead Dave, and Oatmeal. All of your friends have the best nicknames. Oh, my God. Yeah. Next thing you're going to tell me is you have a friend named Lunchbox, and you know that's my favorite nickname in the whole world. No, 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 no Lunchbox, but <sighs> unfortunately. But, yeah, all, all my friends have Jolly Pirate nicknames. I love it. Oh, you guys are the Jolly Pirate gang. Jolly Pirate Tokyo gang. So me, Dead Dave, and Oatmeal end up in this fucking divey-looking karaoke spot. It's eleven hundred yen per half hour. Yeah, like ten for all three of us. Okay, that's not bad at all. And then, so we set up in the room. It's amazing how much fun karaoke is in a private room when you get complete control of the music and none of you can sing. No, that's that's my favorite my favorite way to do it is I don't I don't know how they refer to it in the in the states if if they call it like uh, Japanese karaoke or Korean karaoke or whatever but the well, no, Asian they totally do Cape Town karaoke like that yeah yeah no that's but that's I mean that I've I've done it like that in Baltimore and uh, that's definitely that's the best way to do it like you you know because in my experience a lot of times um, if you especially if you go to like the same bar you know. Um, karaoke nights there's always like those same five people that come that are fucking like celine dion and they like blow everybody out of the water and you're like man i was just trying to like go up there and like sing the offspring half drunk with my homies you know exactly when you remove everyone else from that situation it's yeah amazing. it's a ball in a biscuit I mean, the three of us spent three hours that is so oh my god we i love like that my little heart is swelling we you had so much fun did you not did johnny not show you all my snaps because i was snapping songs like, he doesn't show me any of his snaps Johnny, did you? Did you? No, he didn't show me. Not a single Dude, one. You know Snapchat works. It's a one-time deal. Do you send it to me? I see it one time. I don't. I don't but hit. Did, you did see those, right? I seen it. 
I mean, it was it was pretty ridiculous. Like we were just we were all over the place. We realized that we cannot rap. <laughs> That's it took Shocking. you your whole life, your whole life up until now you thought you could rap? Maybe. I'm not going to lie. Your face got progressively more drunk and sloppy every few hours that you were in Tokyo. That's the truth. I was binge drinking most yeah. of that trip. Well, I mean, what the fuck? I You're mean, as you should on vacation, bro. Well, like, I don't know if Tokyo actually has open container laws, but we were treating it like it did. I'll drink to that. Cheers. Hell yeah. Like, 7-Eleven sells bottles of sake. Yeah. So I was paper bagging sake. Living the dream, my friend. Living the dream. I love it. Yeah. Nothing like, you know. And no one even really looked at me funny for just chugging sake out of the bottle out of a paper bag. Well, I wonder if the if the drink in a paper bag has the same connotation there as it does here. I mean, there were points where it wasn't in a paper bag and no one looked twice either. Well, I mean, that doesn't surprise me, but the question, you know. I don't know. You know Carl don't know. said... There was no open container laws, so I went. My lawyer knows. I would, yeah, I would say if, if Carl said it, I'm just gonna go with it. The, the Carl lawyer. with the Oregon Trail shirt. The lawyer said it. Yeah. I mean, this this keeps sounding more and more like fear and loathing in Las Vegas too, because it was just Hunter S. Thompson and his lawyer. So Matt Slayer in Japan with his lawyer. Let's make a movie out of this. I mean, there there have been multiple exoticas where it is Matt Slayer and his lawyer. Mm-hmm. And they're all fun. It's always fun. My attorney. Well, my favorite. My favorite was the first time Carl came to Exotica, like the very first year. He showed up. In was it suit. Exotica or was it Ecstasy? No, he didn't show up till it was actually Exotica. Oh, okay. And he showed up to the first year of Exotica. Okay, because I remember that Ecstasy convention where, like, yeah. they were serving alcohol and girls were allowed to be topless. It was a fucking shit show. I that know. was so much. And that dude from Empire Records kept like hitting on me. And I was like kind of in his movie a little bit that I don't think ever came out. I don't think I was actually in it, though. They like taped me walking around for it. Yeah, but yeah. That, that was a good. That was a fun show. It I mean, was a, such a fun show. I had a, the best time. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you almost killed one of my friends. I did. I did almost kill one of your friends. Not on purpose. Um, well, my, my favorite part about that strip for pain is the fact that when Joanna punched him in the mouth. He faked having a chipped tooth. <laughs> I know. You remember that? God, yes, yes, I do. I, I also remember getting my fucking panties stolen off stage from someone. Hey, I wasn't working for you. No, I no, I know, but I just, I just, the admiral was really cool about it. They gave me, um, they like let me go into their little like stripper store that they have on site there, and they let me pick out like whatever pair of panties I wanted, which was, admittedly, nice. very cool. Yeah, you guys almost murdered Johnny White with a dildo during that show also. Yeah, cause, and that's that's when Sackman was making the, the quote-unquote horse cum out of, like, tapioca. Yeah. And, yo, I thought Johnny White was going to, like, drown on stage deadass, but he loved it. He had, a, he had the best time. He loved it. <laughs> Everyone loved it. Because, like, that, and then, yeah, because it was that kid that I, like, whipped the shit out of and his, like, back was all fucked up and everything. And then he came up to me and he was like, me and my girlfriend love you. And we have pictures of you in our cabinets. Aw. Yeah. They were like, you know, that when the magazine came out, we cut out all the pictures of you and you, you open our kitchen cabinets. There's pictures of you on the inside. And I was like, I am so sorry. I beat you so brutally. They were very cool, though. <laughs> uh, my boy Ernie had to sleep it off on my couch. Like, yeah. We were supposed to go out and party. Like, we were supposed to meet up with you guys at Neo, actually. 
All right. I don't. Did we end up going to Neo? That I don't know if we went to Neo or if we ended up going to Debonair. I'm I, trying to remember. I don't know because I had to babysit him bleeding on my couch. Yeah, I don't remember where we went. But the plan was to go to Neo, and mm-hmm. I don't think we actually made it to Neo. I don't know. It made me sad because I was really excited to go. I love Neo. So we were totally getting sidetracked off Tokyo again. Again, again. again. our listeners are going to be like, "God damn it!" I just wanted to hear about fucking Japan. <sighs> so fucking. Just so much, just like binge drinking. But yeah, we did like cultural shit during the day. We went to the Tokyo National Museum. Is what's so okay? So what's there? I'm really in. Okay, so I'm really into museums. So tell me about all the museums that you went to. I really, okay. really, really want to know. So first and foremost, we went to the Samurai Museum. That was the first museum we went to. Yeah. Did you know samurais use guns? What? Yeah, they totally used flintlocks and shit. Like during the late Edo period, I had no huh. clue. No, I didn't know that. That's no. interesting. Hollywood fucking lied. Again, right? You're kidding me. I know, but it, like that one was actually kind of shocking, like because we're rolling. Through. Actually, I, I, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, a, I'm a little surprised. I didn't, I didn't. I don't know why I wouldn't have just like assumed that. That's such a fucking like bullshit American white person thing to like. Of course, why would they use guns? Of course, technology is available. Of course, they did. Well, no, was, well, because like movies like The Last Samurai are like they're fighting against. You know, okay, first of all, I never saw that movie because I don't buy Tom Cruise as a last anything other than Jabroni. The movie's, if you take it at face value, is not a bad movie. Okay, I saw. Anyway, I haven't seen it, so I can't really. But either way, like in that movie, the samurai are all like we're fighting against modernization, or in real life, the, one according to the Samurai Museum, one Portuguese guy left left a flintlock behind, and fifty years later, they're everywhere. Oh, they were okay. mass produced by the Japanese. And when they said he left it behind, I'm pretty sure they took it off his corpse. Ooh, I, mean, I like that. It didn't say it explicitly. It's but so I many like, words. I feel like, you know, the Japanese, especially at that point, were so xenophobic. Yeah. That they're like, stab him. Yeah, stab him. Oh, hey, what's this? Bang. Oh, hey. Yeah. That's a better rep of war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would make sense. They totally had a traditional. Like, I mean, Mulan used fucking fireworks well, in the gunpowder, movie. Gunpowder was invented in China, so. No, I know, but remember, like, at the, well, I don't know. If the la- I don't remember it. the last, okay. We've come to a crossroads. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> at the end of Mulan, she uses fireworks to save all of, all the, all the, you know, everyone. <laughs> oh, my God, I hate myself. I'm such a child. <laughs> yeah, I, and they had. They had this um, like traditional Japanese drawing of a samurai, this fucking giant gun. Like one you had like mount on the ground. It's like a fucking like artillery musket. That's fucking dope. That is dope. They I sold like it that. on a shirt. I almost bought it, but it was an iron-on. I'm like, I'm not buying an iron-on shirt. Oh, no. That's never going to work. No. I, I mean, if you were going to like they buy it, buy it, it to – well, that or if you were going to like buy it to – then cut up and put like as a patch on a vest or something that would make sense. But as a t-shirt, that's no. that's a fart in the bathtub. Yeah, exactly. It's just bad. Just ain't going to work. Yeah, it's, it's fucking. You're gonna wash it once. That's gonna be like peeling off on the ends. Yeah, I mean, it was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like iron on? Come on, people. Just you know, do a silk screen like a normal fucking. The technology person. there is so fucking good too. That's I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe their budget. Wasn't maybe they usually screen print them and it, their budget just was like fuck it for what they're charging for those fucking shirts. Oh really? Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. 
They were charging. I'm like talking like I've been to Tokyo. I'm like, well, maybe. You need to go to Tokyo. Like everyone needs to go to Tokyo. I mean, both Oatmeal and Dead Dave don't particularly like cities. Like they're not city folk. They're not real. I mean, they both live in Chicago, but they're not like big on cities. And they're like, oh my god, Tokyo is amazing. That's rad. I'm like, of course. No, I do. I do want to go. I did want to go like with you when you went this time, but with my schedule and everything, it just you know we talked about. It. Yeah, no, there's, all, there's always next trip. Yeah, uh, I'll go back. You know what? I'm super regretting now hmm. that I didn't spend that month there, like when before I moved to LA. Oh yeah. I mean, I wasn't in the yeah because right- you were talking. Yeah, I remember you talking about it though. I mean, I just wasn't in the right mindset. Yeah, I feel like that's I feel like I feel like that's a big part of it, especially trying to live abroad. Like I feel like you have to be pretty like one and and down with yourself, so to speak, and like, you know, in a in a good mental space because yeah, I, I just wasn't in the right Living space, abroad but. by yourself is good. That's 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 a big chunk I to know, bite off. Like this time, especially cuz like all as long as I didn't show my tattoos, the Japanese were I mean, they're always super polite, but they were super accommodating this time. Mm-hmm. Like, like everyone was super friendly. Oh my god! Why did I not mention this earlier? We found a place called Drunkard's Alley. <gasps> so, is it a bar? Oh, it is bars. Bars. Like forty of them. <gasps> so it is forty bars that are all a bar and like four stools. Like it is so small that it is. Oh, so they're just little little bit little bitty bars. Yeah, but they're all in like an alley. All next to each other. I love it. It's like fucking like row houses of four-seater bars. <gasps> oh, my God. You know row homes are such a special place but, in my so heart. So Baltimore. It's my heart. I but love it. it. I want to go. We don't, we don't know the name of the one we ended up in, but like, the, you know, your bartender has to be cool when it's just the four of you literally sitting at the bar. Mm-hmm. And you're it's bound, the whole bar. And it's the whole bar. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, like our our bartender was super cool. And a couple other people, like, I guess some of his regulars rolled in. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, we just stand up to make room for them. That's where, like, the super hot Japanese girl who was going to be a flight attendant rolled in with her father. Aww. And he was all, like, boasting that she was going to university to be a flight attendant. That's so fucking cool. I love that. Yeah, like. I think the bartender knows me checking her out. He's like, she's 20. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> I hate you so much. Hi. <clears throat> no, I really don't. <clears throat> hey, I mean, she was, oh my God. I mean, just so many, so many of the, just beautiful, beautiful women. Like, Dude, they, I I will say, like, I mean, they are, a, a you know, a gorgeous, you know, country of people, but their fucking hair, yo, like, that is like literally that is like what I am going for every single day is to have like beautiful, shiny, straight, black Japanese girl hair. Like I would die. I would die. Their hair is so gorgeous. Everything about them is just oh. I love it. I know. So cool. I would I would love to visit Tokyo and see the see the museums and learn more about their culture, like from their country as opposed to like some like chewed up American history. Americanized version of like, oh, this is their history when it could be just like oh, no, bullshit. The, you know the, the national uh the National Museum was really rad. Like went over a bunch of like 
period artwork and the just the craftsmanship and the the detail and like Attention level detail. of art just didn't like they're everyday things. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we're probably looking at you know, you know, not higher level people like you know, not necessarily royalty, but like the upper class, upper, upper middle class, the the upper classes items that okay. are preserved. But the attention to detail, the the artwork, on some of these pieces that are from the 1700s, like you know, yeah, and the fact that they you know they consider swords art, so they're like you know swords from the 1700s, like on display, and it's just like fucking rad. I mean, yeah, they're just fucking beautiful. Yeah, that's that is incredible. And so how long of a flight was it for you? So 12 and a half on the way there. And, how I, much, and then, oh, oh, and on the way back, you stopped in fucking Hawaii, Hawaii. you motherfucker. I saw that shit. Yeah, I did. You're like, oh, layover pfft, on the beach in Hawaii. No big deal. It's some fucking bougie ass resort. How'd you swing that? Were okay. you there for like a few hours or a day or what? Okay. Well, we'll get to that. I forgot one other thing that I fucked. So I almost. All right. Well, you fucked up and then. Fucking Johnny over here is dying to hear about these fancy scotches and then talk to me about it. Okay. So first, I almost ruined my own trip on the way there. What? So I left LA time at like 8 a.m. on Thursday. Right. I landed in Tokyo 3 p.m. on Friday. I went to bed at 5 a.m. on Saturday. Okay. And I was, of like the 27 hours I was actually awake with all the time zone differences, I was probably drinking 19 hours of it. Mm-hmm. I got, I ate, either my stomach decided it was not not cool that I had been abusing it that badly, or the spicy ramen I ate just fucked me up so bad I fucking couldn't sleep very well. I literally like got feverish like on the second day. Oh, no. So night two, I actually stayed in while the rest of the crew went out, like to try to sleep it off. Poor baby. But I was fine. Like, yeah. Well, that's good. I rolled into a pharmacy to get like fucking antacids or something, mm-hmm. and the pharmacist just saw me and he clocked me. He's like, "Too much sake." <laughs> damn, yo, that motherfucker read you like a book. I'm like, damn, man, no whiskey, but you're <laughs> but you're yeah. in the right place. You're, you're you're definitely in the right neighborhood. Damn. So, speaking of fancy scotches, we ended up in some bar that was U.S. movie themed in the basement in Shibuya, and they were serving all, almost all whiskey, like just a rack of whiskey. Right. Dead Dave had like uh, some high-end Centauri fucking mm-hmm. really just... The Jap- I like I don't even like scotch, but I uh, I recognize like the the high end Centauri shit. Yeah, is just quality fucking whiskey. Yeah. So Centauri is like strictly whiskey. Yeah. Well, actually, scotch? over there they make soft drinks too. They make coffee and like you know Centauri. Oh, multifaceted oh, so company. company. Yeah, Centauri is a company. Okay. They own Beam actually. They own Jim Beam. Yeah. The more uh, you know. Some, some cool. Japan, and J- Japan and China pretty much own America anyway. <laughs> but yeah, Suntory bought Beam a couple years ago. 
So expect improvements to Beam at some point because that's what the Japanese do. They take other people's ideas and improve yeah, them. Yeah, they make and them a lot And that's better. when Mila Kunis came in. Is Mila Kunis part Japanese? No, she is the spokesperson pretty much for Beam in America, though. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she does the commercials. Uh, she yeah. already had Ashton, Ashton Kutcher's spawn. It's true. She's ruined to me. So, okay. Scotch. So, yeah. Scotch me. So, yeah, like the Suntory 21 years, really fucking fine stuff. I mean, I don't know what to say. I just kept drinking American bourbon the whole time. Dead Dave is the boy who uh, was indulging in the high end scotch. But, we got to get Dead Dave on. Yeah. I mean, I get down with the scotch. I mean, me and you, me and uh, Draven are pretty much Irish whiskey drinkers. Uh, Matt is the bourbon snob, and we collaborate because we're in the whiskey family anyway. So this Santori being Scotch, I just want to know comparability, like anything. You didn't even try it. I mean, I tried it on the last trip. It's, it's smooth. It's PD. I mean, that, I just don't like the PD aftertaste. I'm not really big on the the PD flavor either. I, mean, I don't like that. I'm pretty sure you can hit Bevmo, and I think they do sell it in the states. And you ruined it. It was so coveted to me for a minute, but now it's just, oh, it's down the street. Well, I'm sure you uh, can't fuck get it. fucking all of them. No, you definitely can't get all of them. What I, what I was trying to get, which I could not find this trip, was the fucking um, Harajuku, which is the Pit Viper wine. Oh, and it has a Viper in the bottle, like, right? There's an actual I bottle. Remember, yeah, I remember you fucking telling me about that shit. There's an actual like Pit Viper in the bottle. Yo, is it, is it okay. like the same deal as like the... like You don't eat, you don't eat the Pit Viper. Oh man! Yeah, I was say that's where I was going. I was gonna say Do bring it on, it homie, and then eat it. I mean, I'm sure you could. I mean, I'm sure you could. I wouldn't want to eat a pit viper. I mean, is it good luck like mezcal? Pretty much. I mean, the alcohol dissol- dissolves the venom, but yeah. it's supposed to give you some potency. Yeah, is, is the <laughs> enhance the flavor. No, no potency. Yeah. that's I a like shame. That you put the fist up. That's a shame because yeah. I heard that venom induces hallucinations, and that could be fun. Well, Especially I mean, when you're drinking. I'm sure it still has a little bit of it. Yeah. That's Just right. Scotch. Don't take it away from me. Hey, I'll smuggle some back in next trip. Yeah, go ahead. Tell everyone that on, you know, on the air that you're going to smuggle things into America. God, I love you. Hey, I've been there, done that. It's true. You're the it's man. I mean, I bring up... It's not even a problem anymore. I've, I've brought boxes of Cubans back almost every time I've left the country. And we thank you. I had one at my wedding, and it was the bomb. It was. I kept the tube. It's a proud moment. Oh, there I go, breaking the fucking first rule of, you know, being me. Never admit crimes on the internet. Eh. We can always edit it out. This country was founded on smuggling foreigners in here anyway, so it's all good. Well, I mean, it's okay. It's... It's all just fiction for the podcast anyways. That's true. Everything's a story, y'all. Exactly. In all reality, I'm a church-going, sober... Oh, my God. Like I'm just going to stop you right there because no one's going to buy that ever. No one. It's true. I, I read the Bible every Sunday. I go to church, and then I go to Midnight Mass. And, and then I t- you burn it. Maybe. <laughs> and then I, you know, I tuck little Becky and, you know, Steve into, into bed at night because that's my family, you know. I was going to say, is that the name of your balls? It's one Becky and the other one's Steve. 
Did you name your balls? I did not name my balls. <laughs> oh my god. So good. No, so while I was off gallivanting around the world, I, I've I understand that you've had many penises inside you. Oh, yeah. That's been a thing. I've been I leave for five minutes and just dick falls in. I've been I've been tra- traveling the country taking dick. As you should. That's what I've been doing. So last and it's actually kind of funny because like um I've been flying southwest a lot recently. I'm sorry. No, I mean I don't well see as like um yeah, ha ha, I get it. Um like as like doing porn, um and traveling to shoot, like a lot of times you need to bring, like I need to bring like a lot of wardrobe. So Southwest, like the cattle call is fucking annoying, but I get to check two bags for free and PS BT dub, their drinks are $2 less expensive than any other airline. So if you develop status with the real airlines. Yeah, I know, whatever, but until whatever. So, so you, but, you but that's how the- I got, that's how I got to Chicago for $5 for my birthday. Well, that, that, that's rad. For yeah. back in the day. Okay. Now anyway. that you're an adult. So anyway, but anyway, so I've been flying Southwest. So I've been in the same terminal. So I get like the same bartender all the time who like is very cool. And like, I guess he looked me up like the well, last I'm time. Sure Cause it's Southwest. He the first time. Like a gang of porn girls. He probably. No, it's, um, I mean, probably, but it's, it's at the one bar in like the Southwest terminal, right. uh, in and LAX. Almost every, you know, content provider is sends their girls on Southwest. Yeah, because you can fucking check two bags for free. They don't yeah, have to pay for the bags. You got fucking status. You could. I get three free bags up to seventy pounds a piece. That is so beautiful, and I am so happy for you and all your shoes. Well, so yeah. But anyway, if, if I went to Florida. <sighs> Remind me to call Southwest and get paid for that plug. By the way, right? Uh, this podcast is totally not sponsored by Southwest. Delta represent. No, they would fucking hate us. Um, Remind me to call Delta and get paid for that plug. By the way, hey, uh, I I'm pretty sure I'm still ahead on drinks. I'll drink to that. Cheers. Cheers. I don't. I asked for a shot. I got a half of one. I don't know what happened there. Associate producer. Ah, uh, whatever. There's plenty left. It's fine. Fair enough. So. Oh, were we ready to hear about how Draven went to Florida? Not really. Oh, okay. Anyway. Because we didn't even talk about me going to Hawaii. No, go about you going to Florida. I do want to hear about you going to Hawaii, though. I can solve Hawaii real quick. I had a six-hour layover. I went to a fucking bougie resort on Waikiki Beach. Oh, okay. So you didn't have to pay anything. You just like kind of walked in oh, and like went to the. In, yeah. Oh, good. Okay, good. I'm, and then I'm so I proud of you. So I, proud. That's what I do. I mean, I know. And then I drank fucking fruity cocktails for six hours. Yeah. Right, right on the beach, checked out hot girls. And did any of them come in a fruit, like in a coconut, in a pineapple, anything like that? No. If I was drinking rum drinks, that probably would have happened. But I was drinking. Oh, yeah, I can't. No. Rum. No. You got to holler at Sippy for that? I won't. I don't do rum. Nope. No rum for the Slayer. At all. Ever. Well, that's cool. Yeah, because that resort looked really nice, and the, oh, no, the was, beach was, was looked gorgeous. Uh, it was the the Surfrider, which is like the oldest like resort hotel in mm-hmm. Waikiki. And yeah, it, it looked really rad. I don't want to go to Hawaii, though, for a vacation. Even being there for six hours, because the main drag, like outside the hotel, was really depressing. Because it was like Urban Outfitters. It was you know, Aww. it was all the the, the same chains. Super you get everywhere. touristy. Super touristy. All the same chains. And I I actually ranted on Twitter about it at 
Like Oh, I saw that. Yeah, because it was like what all the same stores, all the same restaurants, yeah, all like, the same everything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's I understand Hawaii is America, but Yeah, you know, but there but there there's so much local culture there and like so much of just the, the Hawaiian people, like you you I, I don't know, I would expect a little bit of a of a disconnect. Kind of like when you go to Alaska, you know, like there is a little bit of a disconnect. I, I'm sure if I got out of the main tourist area, it probably would have been. Yeah, yeah, that's also but true. But I was also just, I had six hours. I was just like, I need to go where I can get a drink. Yeah, lay on the beach. And, yeah. No, that's great. Yeah, I sat right next to the beach, read a book, drank a bunch of fruity coffee. What were you reading? Uh, Comic books. I love you. You make me so happy. I was catching up on Saga. Yeah. Dope. And then I rolled back to the airport and went hung out in the lounge for two hours. My flight was delayed for another four, so <gasps> that's why I got back here like middle of the night on Saturday morning. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense because I thought you got back later than like you, you told me you were going to get back, oh, yeah, but I, I didn't. I got back a ton later. Fucking D-Nothing picked me up. He is such a fucking angel. I love D-Nothing so much. We got to have him on. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I and yeah, I, I mean, there's a little tit for tat going on there. I have to get him into a comedy show this Saturday at the Ace. Yeah, I'm gonna go see Conan with him um, next week. Nice. I am very excited. I've never, Shout I've never D seen nothing. Conan. Shout out D nothing. No, and we, we want sponsorship money for that too. Yeah. yeah Fuck no. you, pay us. I've done D for like ten years now. Isn't that crazy? It is. That's so funny. He's such a good kid. We love you, D. He's like Burning Angel member in like number three. He's like, yeah, no, he's he's legit. He's um he's been around for a long time because when I first joined Burning Angel, like approximately 173 years ago, um, I like there was a, it was a different website for the forums, and like there was like two or three Burning Angel girls that would even go into the forums. Now we don't. Now like we have them, but no one goes on them at all. That's like not even not even the members, honestly. Like it's it kind of, it it makes me really sad because the forums used to be like really active, well, and like I, when I started, like it was on a different website. You need to have a different password, but you know there was not that many. There was a few active members, and there was only like one or two active like angels that were talking. But that's how I met D was through those like forums and message boards and everything, and it was it was always very cool. And then I met him. I, I didn't meet him for like probably four or five years until after I, or no, maybe like two or three years until after I met him, like on the internet. And, you know, we've just been homies. He's such a cool dude, man. And yeah. he's helped write a lot of the uh, the Burning Angel movies. He actually was nominated for an AVN this year for Best Screenplay. Nice. Yeah, it was very cool. I actually wrote a scene this week. You wrote a scene? Yeah. For who? For Joanna. Oh, really? What yeah. was it? Uh, so, oh, you missed that super awkward conversation at dinner last night, so... Uh, whenever Joanna has gamer scenes, she hits me up to write them. Really? Yeah. Are you in? I didn't. Are you into video games like that? Apparently, Joanna thinks I am. I didn't think. I mean, I play video she, games, but why does she think that you're into know. video games? We'll have to ask her. Yeah. We're having Joanna Angel on very soon, and we will have to ask her why she thinks Maddie Slayer is a gamer. I mean, I do play games. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. So I. I wrote the scene and then I found out that D's ex was the one performing in it. 
Oh. And I brought up at dinner last night. Yeah. Like, oh, I just totally wrote the scene that your ex. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. Whatever. I mean, and that's the thing. I don't even know if Joanna actually used my original draft. Like, she's like, "Can you just slap some, uh, you know, a gamber rant together?" I'm like, a lot of times she she um uses the turn because she'll do that to me sometimes. She'll be like, you know, can you? She'll give me like what she wants the scene to be. She'll be like, can you put this into like goth speak or something? Yeah. And you know, and then she'll kind of take the terminology and like make it her own, which is something I really like because like Joanna never. Let, let anyone write anything for her. Like she'll take inspiration, she'll take criticism, she'll take insight and help. But like at the end of the day, Joanna Angel writes whatever Joanna Angel directs. Exactly. And it is very fucking cool. Definitely. I mean, yeah, I slapped it together. I mean, I only wrote three pages of dialogue. It took like 20 minutes to slap together. Three pages of dialogue? Do you know it's going to be like a half a page? Sorry, I, I stuck to what, you know, real. Main, well, mainstream uses, which is one page per one minute of screen time. Oh no, I, I no, I understand. I'm just, I'm just saying. But no. yeah, no, I'm sure, I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's going to be no, a very cool scene. Super mediocre, but I'm sure it's going to be. I'm a sure hot the scene. scene will be awesome. I'm just saying. I, I it's interesting. I even promised Joanne. I'm like, I'll write you something mediocre. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet to yourself. Yeah, so I've been I've been taking a lot of dick lately. Well, since we we're talking about Joanna, I might as well talk about the scene that I shot today. Okay. Um, today I got to. It's actually kind of funny because I um, was for the most part, probably not like the actual, but for the most part, the first goth girl on Burning Angel. So I There's usually like a million of y'all now. Now, yeah, now I've got I've got a whole fucking coven on that bitch, <laughs> but like. Um, it's time for another craft parody. Oh, dude, don't. That's mm. anyway. So, uh, so I usually do like kind of gothy stuff, and like I've done like a lot of cosplay and things like that. Like obviously, I did the Wednesday Adams, you know, stuff like that. But I got to shoot a scene today as like in a pinup looking thing. So I got to wear like a cute little like my photo set was in like a pinup lingerie outfit. And then I shot my scene in um. This cute little pinup dress with like you know heels, and I got to. They did my hair like Betty Page, like you know, like with because obviously my, my bangs are like right. that. Obviously, I, I totally ripped off her bangs, and then um, they like curled my hair the way she used to like wear it and stuff. So they totally should have got you a like leopard print bikini. Yeah, well, tell, I, tell I us more about have, the outfit. Well, I, I had like um, one bathing suit that I was going to wear, but Joanna was worried that the pattern was a little. 80s looking but it was this it was the i actually brought it because it was the closest thing i had to like the leopard print bathing suit that she had but i mean we didn't do it like as me as betty page but i looked more like betty page than any other girl has in any other scene um that's pretty fucking rad yeah what i mean like which which i appreciate and like and i've i've been told that like a lot of my my faces, my expressions, my poses are similar, not the same. I'm in no way comparing myself to Betty Page at all. But I have been told a couple times I have that like air about me, um, which is v- very cool. I appreciate it. Oh, that's fucking um, awesome. So we, so I got to do some pinup stuff today, which was very fun. And uh, I got to work with Tommy Pistol, who is honestly one of my favorite people to work with. Like I've known him for so many years. So many of my, like the first things I've done on camera has been with Tommy. Um, he's 
hilarious, incredible performer. So we did this banging uh, pinup scene, and it was it was a lot of fun. I had I had uh, a really good time, and it was probably the first. In actually, no, it is the first. Um, like ma- like porno scene that I've done. That's not it's not like a fetish scene where like there was it's kind of like foot fetishy. Like there was like stuff with with my feet and Tommy's digging balls and Tommy like sucking on sucking feet. on my feet. No, no, not even. No. Like I was just like like he um was like kind of like on his knees on the couch and I he was banging me a doggy and then he like kind of pulled off. So I like had my ass and my feet towards him. So he, um, I was like smacking his balls with both of my feet, like kind of like, like, like flippers almost like, and like, I, I love Tommy and uh, we recently, like literally day before yesterday, we worked together at kink and, um, we've like, our scenes always end up being pretty rough, but like, because like we worked at King and like, he saw like my little freak side and like, I saw like his little freak side, like he was a little, his little freak side shit. No, I know. I know. So he was more comfortable being like, Oh, fucking like tug on my balls, fucking like bite my dick and all this shit. And I was like, yes, it was so much fun. So I'm like, so I'm like fucking like smashing his balls with my feet. And like, it was just, it was, I had, I had a lot of fun. It was, a, I think it's going to be a really cool scene. I'm pretty excited about it. I will never see it. So. No, I mean I'm probably not even gonna watch it, but maybe I will. I don't know. But I was, I it was, it was fun to shoot, and I always have really good scenes with Tommy, so it was, it was fun. It was really fun. I'll look for the ratings. So, back to Florida. Yeah. So yeah, that was actually last week. I flew to Florida, and I shot three scenes for Royal Empire Productions, and um, I worked with uh, Rob from demon seed radio who i've i've been on their show a couple times at exotica avn things like that and um i didn't actually know that he was part of the royal empire family so it was it was really cool because i like both of them as people so it was kind of like just hanging out with my homies for a couple days um and then also like getting laid and paid which is not a bad thing no not at all yeah, so I went down there and I shot um, actually my first taboo scenes. So what's a taboo scene? Um, uh, I shot two scenes as like a stepsister banging my stepbrother. What's well, the South? I mean, how's that taboo? Well, no, because now, no, because you know, oh, oh come on, man, you know, you know that like faux is it's very big in porn right now. It's coming I back. It's, it's very big in porn right now. Huge. Um, so yeah, so I did my very first taboo scenes, which was, which was pretty cool. And it was really funny because like, shout out to Robert Morgan because he, he can take it. Like he, we kind of just like made fun of him and just like teased him the whole time, but he's such a fucking cool dude. He's a down ass motherfucker. His, he takes care of his girls. Like I was super taken care of. I had a blaze ass hotel room, picked me up from the airport, dropped me off took me out to dinner every night, made, like asked me like what I liked to drink and eat and had it in my hotel room. Yeah, this motherfucker hit her up a few days before and was like, hey, what kind of snacks you like? Yeah, no, it was amazing. That's what's up. Right? It was, That's it was up. like I had such a, like just like as a company, like they take super good care of their girls. I had an amazing time. Like they're super easy to work with, great guys. And outside of that, they are so 
fucking funny. Like I had the best time in Florida, which is great because like, especially, you know, a lot of people have a lot of thoughts towards Florida, especially after fucking Ann Perkins and her goddamn hot girls wanted thing. Um, but I had, I had the best time in Florida and that was cool. So then like I, that's when I, when I was flying to Florida was when I made friends with my bartender buddy at the, in like the Southwest terminal. And then literally the next Monday, cause I flew out on a Monday to go to Florida. Literally the next Monday I flew to Oakland to go up to kink. And like there was two bartenders. There was like the one that was my main bartender and the other one that was like kind of hanging out. And the one that was hanging out, he was like, Oh, you going to San Francisco. Right. And I was like, well, Oakland, but yeah, you right. Like it was so funny. Like they remembered me. It was it was really cool. They deal with a lot of industry girls. No, and and you know what? I don't even give a shit because I just like that they remembered me, and it was like kind of because I always get weird. Like I'm not a very good flyer. I have a lot of anxiety about it. So like for me to like sit down at this bar at like literally six a.m. and have them be like, "Oh hey girl," I was like, "Oh this is great." So, pro tip on the flying: it's not an issue until the flight attendants have to strap in. They're still walking around. Nothing to worry about. I don't even get, I don't even give a shit. I have seen fucking what was that movie? Final Destination. I've seen that too many fucking times. I'm nope. <laughs> Movies and reality are two separate things. Except Final Destination was totally right in the fact that the time when a plane is most likely to crash and or explode is within the first ten minutes of takeoff or the final ten minutes of landing. Fifteen actually, but yeah. Either way, that's when it fucking blew up in Final Destination, and I am right, and you are wrong. I didn't disagree with you. Okay, then I am still right, but I'm scared. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so that's it was why you really get cool. blotto in the in the Sky Club because you won't There's care. So, yeah, I know, I know. All right, whatever. I'll just have to get in the Sky so Club. So what happened in Oakland? Oh my fucking god! Yeah, all don't even know. Okay, so well, we'd like to know. <sighs> I literally like squealed when I found this out. Okay. So obviously y'all know, I talk about it all the time. I am from Baltimore. I love that city. It is my heart and soul. Um, I obviously, because of that, like, you know, I have seen like a ton of all of John Waters movies. They filmed a dirty shame on Harford road, which is literally where I grew up. I grew up on Harford road. Oh, I wish that movie was better. No, even even it, you know, whatever. I'm, it doesn't matter about the movie, but where it, where it was, like you could like s- the shopping center by my house, like that convenience store that they filmed it in is right next to that shopping center, and um. Hey, but Cecil B. Demented is fucking gold. Oh, you know, a lot of them are fucking gold. Like I, I love John Waters, and I've I've seen his one man. He usually does a one man show around Christmas in Baltimore. And I've gone so many years and I, I love it. I've been to Atomic. I've done a reading at Atomic Books, which is where you send your fan mail. If you are sending John Waters fan mail, it goes to Atomic Books in Hamden. You know, that it's, you know, it's, it's on my profile, like on Twitter and everything. And um, so uh, a few weeks ago, I got a call from my agent asking if I would be willing to go up to Kink. Um, in San Francisco. I want to go to the armory. So at the armory, dude, it is fucking huge. Like I knew it was big, but it is like way, way, way huger than I thought. It is ridiculously huge. It is gorgeous. I was like, so taken aback. I'm still like, what the fuck? Like, it's so cool. I got to figure out a way 
for me to get in there. I don't know what legitimate reason I would. Ever they have. have they they do run a tour. I don't want to be a tourist. No, I I know, but that's like unless you're there working, that's pretty much the only way to get into the armory. Because like, yo, like even me, like you have to when you walk in, you have to sign in like with a security guard, like. Well, it's they're serious there as it should be I mean, yeah no no it's great they take fucking i was like a goddess like e- i wanted for nothing at kink well I, I partied with a bunch of kink folks at abn this year maybe when we're you know maybe we can talk them into like, maybe you can just like pa one day or fucking something i don't want to pa I'm, maybe we can talk them into doing an episode live from the armory or you know, recorded at the armory you know what they might be okay with that yeah. but we'll see so anyway um I'll i got a, a call note. from I got a call from my agent asking if I was willing to shoot for um, King's website, Hardcore Gangbang. And um, it would be my first gangbang. It was my first gangbang. Um, And I was like, you know, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, I gave them, they're very, very cool. Like they sent me a whole questionnaire. And one of the questions was like, you know, list seven to 10 performers that you would want to work with because there's usually four or five guys, sometimes more, um, but mine was five in in each scene so right. you know you list seven to ten dudes and then they see what they can do to book see who's available you know. like almost every dude i requested was in my scene like it was so wonderful who'd you request um i honestly i requested everyone except stallion and the only reason i didn't request him was because i had i had no idea who he was but everyone that i requested was in my scene it was tommy pistol um Mickey Maud, Owen Gray, uh, Mark Wood, and and Stallion. Who did Stallion replace? Stallion it, didn't replace anyone. Well, I mean, you originally had a list of seven. So who was the original list of seven? Oh, I'd I'd have to go through my fucking one of them was like Wolf Hudson. Um, I don't know if he even works for for Kink anymore uh, or with them. I'm not I'm not sure what's going on with him. But I had requested him because I've done great scenes with him. He's a good friend of mine. And a, another one I requested was um. Gage Sin, he's really cute and he has tattoos. Um, I think I think that was everyone that I requested, like those those dudes and then and then those two. But so if anyone missed it, you pretty much got asked to build your who in porn would I like to bang the most dream team, and they gave it to you. Yeah, it was it was really amazing. So then I I show up, you know, to Kink, or I, I fly in Oakland. I'm waiting for the 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 bus to come pick me up and then I end up getting on the same bus as uh Mark Wood and Tommy Pistol and Stallion so we all rode to the armory together it was very cool nice um, and Mark was really sweet like he looks at me and he's like are you our good our girl for today and I was like yep he's like very nice to meet you my name is Mark it was really it was just it was very sweet um, I can just imagine Tommy <laughs> laughing at all this he, well it was it, Tommy's the one that like flagged me down he was like hey this is our bus girl you know come on um. So, you know, we get there, I fill out my paperwork, everything. And then they're like, you know, the girls in wardrobe, they, they want to talk to you. They want to get your measurements, whatever. And I was like, okay, fine. So I fill my paperwork, go down to wardrobe and, um, they have a red dress and like a red crinoline, like tutu situation. I didn't know who it was for, what it was. Cause they had a bunch of other shit like hanging up. Right. Too. It's costume department. Yeah. So then the, uh, girl comes over to me and she goes, I, I need you know, can you put, can you put this dress on? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I, I put this, you know, this red dress on. And then she goes, um, have, have they told you your fantasy? And I goes, well, no, I was like, I, I wasn't really like 
pressed on it. Like I never asked. I was like, you know, I know who I'm working with, but I didn't, I didn't know what my fantasy was. And she goes, Oh, well, um, you're, you're from Baltimore, right? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, Oh, well, yeah. So because of that, they gave you a John Waters theme and you're going to be divine. I was like, (gasps) come again. What did you say? Like, I literally was like, what? And she goes, it's, it's John Waters. You're going to be divine. Like, like pink flamingos. Can you put this dress on? And she gives me this red dress and she starts like pinning the red crinoline to the bottom, like the pink flamingos dress. And I just like, I like was losing my whole shit. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like Johnny and I just watched pink flamingos like the week beforehand. Like I was literally thinking about getting, and I, I swear to God, if any of you listeners steal this, I'm going to get so mad because I was planning, I was thinking about getting a tattoo of um, divine as like mother Mary holding John waters as like a little babe with um, keep the filth instead of like keep the faith nice as like a banner. And I want to get that tattooed on me. Like I was, I, this is, these are all thoughts that I had like in the past week, right before this. And I was like, are you motherfucking shitting me? I get to be divine. Yo, my makeup was the dopest. My outfit was so fucking perfect. I could not even like get over it. And all the dudes were dressed so skeevy. Mickey Maud was dressed like he was like a tennis pro that what that didn't know shit about tennis, but was just banging everybody's mom. And everyone had like these terrible like sunglasses. Yo, Mark Wood kept his sunglasses on the entire time. The commitment to character I was impressed with. That that's I had awesome. the great and like the set that they gave me, it was like all astroturf and inflatable furniture and a fucking inflatable kiddie pool and these inflatable pink flamingos and all this shit. Like they had the they gave me the gun and everything. And I had like all these foxtails around my shoulders, like it was like, I could not even like, I couldn't even, it was so fucking great. And then the whole premise was like how I was like trying to be like the filthiest. And I don't, you know, if you guys haven't seen my scenes, if you don't want to see them, you don't have to see them. If you want to watch them, like I get, we want you to watch them. Like, yeah, we want you, we want you to pay for them. But like, I get very well, we like watch and pay for loud and loud and grunty. And like, when I'm like real, real turn on, like I can say like some foul ass shit. So I was like, oh, this is fucking perfect. And it's actually the first time I ever squirted on camera. And like, and then I just like so, got like real fucking like, <gasps> and all the dudes like, like these, it was, it was, I just had, a, so it was the like, best. It was the best. So like legit squirt, not like stage squirt, like. No, no, really? I, I peed before my scene because I was like, I'm not trying to have nothing. No, like I, my whole, I was completely empty. My butthole, you could fucking eat a dinner out of my butthole. My fucking, everything was cleaned out. Everything was fucking pristine. And it was like, it's like, no, I like actually squirted. So this is how. I did not pee on anyone. <laughs> not this time. Not this time, no. It was it was killer. I had I had such a great time, and the director and everyone they like they loved John Waters. As soon as I walked onto set, everyone was like, "Oh my god!" Like it was crazy. I had the best fucking time. Oh my god! Fuck, I'm still yeah. like I still can't get over it. I'm, when does that I still come out? Can't. Do you know? I have no idea. Hopefully soon, because I like I I still can't. Like my my little Baltimore heart. Like it is. It is, it is so fucking crazy. And like, I also couldn't believe that like they let me be 
divine because divine is such, you know, being from Baltimore, being, you know, like a, a, a bisexual, like a queer woman, you know, it's such a, an icon in, in my mind, in my life, in, you know, it's helped me break out of my shell, do whatever. Oh yeah. I also ate a lot of buttholes cause I couldn't actually eat shit as divine. So right. I ate a lot of buttholes for anybody. Same know, difference. Into that. Um, there's, with, I, there's a lot of difference. I, there's a lot of difference, a lot of difference but you know, for what I, I got away with what I could get away with. But know. so as far as like, it's iconic not a dog character, butthole. I'm sorry. You guys want to keep talking about buttholes? Cause I like when boys talk about buttholes, you guys can keep going. I mean a little bit, it, it transitioned into dog buttholes, which is the, the, the truth of the pink flamingos matter. The, the, you're the one who took it there. <laughs> it is what it is. My friend, I didn't make the movie. I just watched it again. Yeah. Well, like, so, but basically like being divine was just like such an amazing iconic thing. And like, I never would have expected it. And I was so taken aback. Um, which kind of leads me into the next. I, I'm actually booked for another gangbang, but this time it is with seven men. And I will tell you a funny story about that little motherfucker. I get a text from my agent asking um, if I do interracial porn, because obviously not every girl in the industry does interracial. Which is complete bullshit. Which is bullshit. And I am very adamant about I do interracial. I do not charge any extra. I charge the exact same rate for a black man as I do a white man because I think that is the grossest thing in the whole world. It's not gross, a- but I mean, if on one hand, if someone's willing to pay you more for it, might as well take their money. I potentially think that that's even worse than swearing off interracial altogether to say, no, but I'm going to charge you more. Well, I mean, if they're offering more, I'd take it. I'm not going to say jack your rate for it. No one, no one offers more for interracial. No one is going to offer more than the regular rate for interracial. Girls charge more. That's what it is. That's the, like, no. It's gross. Oh, I it's a reality it's of the industry. It's disgusting. It's something I disagree well, with. What's fucked up is if it's a black cock, you can charge more. But if it's a Hispanic cock or an Asian cock, it's not. It's not. IR. Yeah, technically, it's not enriched. Yeah, which it, is which so is stupid. a discuss, which is a discussion for another day with maybe a pornographer. But either way, I don't. I do interracial. I don't charge extra. I've got no qualms. I'll, I'll just give me a dick and I'll fuck it. I don't give a shit. So my agent that is not texts an invitation, me. Listeners, yeah, no, please don't send me pictures of your doc. I really don't want to see it. I got I got Johnny assistant producer's dick over here, and all the dicks I get paid to suck. So it's cool. I'm good. Um. So my agent texts me, do you do interracial? How do you feel about a gangbang with seven dudes? And I was like, I'm cool for that. Whatever. Like I'm down. Um, and then a couple days go by and, you know, Johnny's like, you know, maybe you should, maybe you should check in with your agent, see about, you know, if you were locked down for that scene or, you know, if someone, if they gave someone else, whatever. And then before I can text my agent, my Twitter starts blowing up and I get this text from um, the, the, the main guy behind triple X star PR saying, uh, congratulations, Snow White. And I was like, come again. So Are I log seven black dwarves. Yeah. Or seven black dicks, I guess. And so it's I the log coolest on. thing ever. Yeah, so I log it would be on. If it, was dwarves. <laughs> it would be better if there were seven black dwarves. So, so anyway, so I log on and I, there's a press release on avn.com talking about how Trinity St. Clair is going to be doing a whole line of movies covering all 14 Disney princesses and the scene, like the seven dude gangbang that I agreed to do 
was because I got booked to be Snow White, who is literally tattooed on my right arm. It is my favorite Disney princess. There's fucking like 18 pictures of Snow White. If Slayer was to turn around right now, he'd see all of them. I, I've like, seen them. I've been here before. <laughs> like I like I like started. I'm not even I'm not even going to front. Like I started like crying. Like I started like hyperventilating. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I get to be Snow White. And I'm like fucking crying. I'm like text. I'm like texting all my friends. Like I'm like sending just like the link to it to everybody. And like I'm like I so I get to be Snow White in a porno and I got to be divine. So like I, you know, for all of the years that I have been like in porn and like, obviously I've loved every scene that I've done, but like, I've, you know, you always like get a little jealous over the girls that get like really cool roles or get to like parody really cool people or be in really cool stuff. So like for me to be able to like be some of the people that I've always wanted to be is like so surreal and so like fucking cool I'm I'm so 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 excited. That's fucking right. You're gonna work on your German accent? Uh no, because I don't have a German accent. I don't I don't wanna do that. Well that'd be acting. Well, I I think that if anything, I should maybe think of my my higher pitch voice because in the movie Snow White had a very high pitch voice. Kind of sweet and delicate, maybe. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm meeting with Trinity next week to talk about it. Fuck, and everything yeah. i am so dude i can't i can't even and what's very cool is the support that i've gotten from all of my other friends in the industry um everyone's you know like very excited very cool they're like you know this is the role you were born to play like so i i am just so pumped like i can't believe that i got to be divine dress up like betty page and i get to be snow white these are like all of my fucking heroes within like a month's time like I can't fucking even right now. What other heroes are left then? Elvira. I really, really, really want to be Elvira. It's going to have to be for another company, though, because I couldn't do it for Burning Angel because uh, I think Larkin Love dressed up like Elvira. She was a fucking killer Elvira, though. Her she tits, does, her she tits does have are the boobs so for it. good. I know. Her tits are fucking incredible. Her tits are amazing. Yeah. So that, you know, I will, I will take a seat i will I mean, sit i will sit the fuck down and stay in my lane they, as far as elvira's concerned when it comes to lark and love they've dressed <laughs> other people up multiple people up it was wednesday adams so i know i was a wednesday adams right but they yeah. dressed multiple people up so they could do that was multi- a whole movie though that was a different thing they could do multiple elviras if need be yeah we'll see we'll see oh and i got to be death that was a that was another very from big thing Sandman. for me yes I got to be death from sandman series which is a very big thing for me because i love her and then I also got to dress up like a Slytherin student and school Ramon Nomar on uh, potions or some. I don't know. I, I just I just fucked him. I didn't teach him anything. <laughs> I just had sex with him. <laughs> Good job. Just having sex with people. Yeah. What's pornography coming to? Well, I, I there was like a whole thing. It was cute. We did like camera tricks and magic stuff. But, you know, ultimately, I just had sex with him. But it was fun. It was good. It's all good. It's all good. (laughs) Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. (laughs) Johnny's giving us a refill right now. Yeah. Saying it's the most important part, which is actually what I have been doing. Y'all wouldn't notice it because I usually step away from the mic when Slayer is going off on something or when one of our guests is telling a story but I usually kind of silently get up and refill everyone's drinks. I do rant 
from time to time. Every now and then. Yeah. It does happen. I have opinions and I... (laughs) And this is and this is your podcast, goddammit. <laughs> this is your podcast. I'm I'm the goddamn sidekick. I know it. It's our pod. It's our podcast. Says the man who spoke for like two hours on Tokyo. Hey, I was asked. Whatever. I was yeah, I want I'm trying to hear about Tokyo. I am trying to hear and you it. You brought back zero scotch. Yeah. So, see that's a, can you bring alcohol through customs? Is oh, that a yeah. thing? Yeah. yeah. I mean that's not even legal. I brought a twenty one year bottle of Centauri back last time and the Jameses drank it. Yeah, that that sounds about right. I love them so much. Also, between Joanna Angel and Veruca James, that is why you could eat a meal out of my butthole. Like I know everything there is to know. Like I are like I had like a grasp on like what to do, how my body works, things like that. But like as far as like anal sex tips and things between those two bitches, I am fucking set for life. And I would not know what to do without them. Veruca James is one of my best, one of our best friends. I fucking love that girl so much. She's such an angel. Damon doesn't suck either. Yeah, from time to time. <laughs> we do have to have Derek Damon on for, for terrible things with Damon. Yeah, I mean, one of these days we'll get that segment running. Yeah, we'll have to do it. Well, uh, I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to get him on. We'll see. Yeah, no, we'll do that. I mean, upcoming soon, we have Joanna coming on. Yeah, no, I, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun because we've we've known Joanna for a long time. I've known Joanna for well, I mean, forever. at the end of the day, like Joanna's the reason everyone knows everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ultimately, yep, she's the reason why we all met. Yep, she's the catalyst in our little friend crew. Exactly. I don't even know if she's really aware of that. Like, I'm sure. I'm uh, sure. I'm sure. I'm like, sure on some level, she's yeah, like, like, like un- I yeah, like really unconsciously, is. I think she knows, but I don't think it's like in the forefront of her head. Like, oh, none of these motherfuckers would know each other if it wasn't for me. She, she's, yeah, that's not her. She's like that. No, and she's got a million other things going on besides literally, that. like literally a million other things going yeah, on. Like, yeah. it is crazy. I'm still trying to convince Mitch, Mitch Fontaine to come on too. <laughs> For the most awkward so episode. So stay tuned ever. for in 17 years, we might get Mitch on talking through a machine. Oh, I'm I'm totally going to like stealth get Mitch on. I'm just going to start recording on my phone at some party. Stealth Mitch. So what do you think about this? Yep. And then we get a cease and desist from Mitch Fontaine. <laughs> It'll be on air by then. <laughs> I'll fire up GarageBand on my phone and. Oh my god, you're too much. That's great. Record Mitch at a party. Be like, I hope he doesn't listen to this. He does actually. Well, now, well, this is all a joke, Mitch. We're not going. We would do never that do that all. to you. Never. We we would never do that. Um, speaking of other future guests, uh, Cleo should be on some point. Yeah, Cleo Valentine. Yep. Cleo Valentine will be on uh, shortly. I was on set with uh, Xander Corvus today. Did you remind him that he's has a commitment? I told him we we wanted him to come on. Do we have him down for a date? No, but he's been pressured into... Yeah, no. No, I already told him. Yeah, so we have Xander Corvus, uh, Cleo Valentine, Liline, uh, Joanna Angel coming up. Yep, a, lot of, a lot of porno people. We're working on the other people. Yeah. I just happen to know a lot of porno people, so that's what we you We both get. know a lot of porno people. That's um, true. 
If I can track him down while he's still recording, Dan Kenny from so from Suicide Silence. Yeah, that's yeah. We might be getting a Suicide Silence on the air, which will be very cool. I was supposed to go watch the UFC fights with him on Saturday, but you know we ended up not hooking up. Fucking schedules didn't quite cross properly. Mm-hmm. It happens. It does. Things happen. It's LA. People yeah, really right. Depends. Mm-hmm. LA. I'm no. saying. So I feel like um, now's a good time for us to talk about Adult Con, which I've, I've actually never been to, which is strange. I've been to a ton of adult conventions. I went to uh, Erotica LA when that was around. I've been to AVN, uh, AEE. I've been to Exotica. I've been to Ecstasy. But I have never been to Adult Con. I have never been to Adult Con either. I was supposed to work it two years ago with she who will not be mentioned because she fired me for bringing crazy into her room. I feel like it's kind of the redheaded stepchild of the the porno conventions. And no offense to uh, to Johnny over here, who is a ginger, and we love him very much. But I don't know. I'm 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 excited though for like a new uh, a new experience here. Fuck yeah! I mean, it should be good times. I mean, we're going to be recording and meeting a lot of. We want to meet all of you. A lot of, of porn girls. A lot of porn girls. A lot of porn boys. A lot of fans and things. It should be interesting. And it's at the LA Convention Center. So, I mean, it can't be like... Oh, I've been seeing billboards all over town. Yeah. It's a, I, you know, as, yeah, I've, I've, seen bel- I've seen billboards too. So, I mean, it's it's got to be a big... I'm actually I'm actually pretty excited. There's, I don't... It's been a long time since I've been to a convention that is like new to me, you know? Yeah, I mean, the event was established in 2001. They've been around for... A long time. Longer than Exotica. Yep. Oh, dude, way longer than Exotica. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I think I was in seventh grade in 2001. (laughs) I will not mention where I was in 2001. I mean, I'm not, you know, whatever. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm old. Yeah, I get it. No, you're like a a fine wine. You mean it turns to vinegar? I love vinegar, and I love you. You totally missed the reference for that. No, no. See, I just, I just try to spin it off in a nice way. You know where that quote's from, right? Yeah. Tell me. No, because I don't actually don't, know. No, I don't actually know. I mean, I, I do. It's Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah, no. See, I knew that. You know, my brain it fucking it don't work. If you were to tell me a quote, I'm not going to be able to tell you where it's from. But if you were to show me a picture of someone. I could tell you exactly what movie, TV show, bullshit, what the fuck ever that they've been in. And you know that. This you know true. that. Because I'm like, oh, it's good old what's his fuck from, and then I say it. For sure. For sure. So, back to Adult Con. You bitch. Oh, tell me. What are you, sixth grade? Yep. So, hey. Adult Con is going to be a ton of fun. You can watch me and Matt beat the shit out of each other because we're siblings. You know that we're not allowed <laughs> to bring alcohol in? That's why whiskey looks like apple juice, but I never said that. <laughs> Brody. <laughs> my dog, my dog loves his uncle Slayer. If you guys ever hear like a slight bell sound or like woof or anything in the background, chances are it's either uh, Johnny and I's uh, moose Brody or our chihuahua Bella. And uh, he loves his Uncle Slayer so fucking much. You're very salty tonight. I'm often salty. Back back in the day, 
in Baltimore. Slayer came and stayed with us for a few days and he stayed on my small ass couch that I had in my living room. Like literally like his head was on like one of the like arms and on the other end of the arms was like his feet. Like this dude like could not even fit on it. I felt pretty bad. And he was sleeping with like my Disney princess comforter and Brody just like laying on top of his entire body. Like a sandwich. Yeah. Hey, dog he loves you. <laughs> I know he I was, you know, house sitting for you guys the other night, and he loves me so much he wouldn't let me fucking sleep. Mm-hmm. He's a very, he's a very cuddly. Um, he's a he's a Staffordshire Terrier, which you know a lot of them get a a bad rap, but he's you know he's very sweet. He's very cuddly. He's very loving. He loves to cuddle and give kisses. He's very handsome. He is yeah. very handsome. He's just a moose. He's just a baby moose. He don't know no better. He's a bad sport when you don't want to play with him, though. Oh no, he's a he's a shit when you don't want to fucking play with him. And I'm like, I'm trying to sleep. He's like, oh, fuck off, dog. I'm mm-hmm. trying to sleep. Yeah, he's cute though. So he's cute. So yeah, back to AdultCon. Um, it is at the LA Convention Center. What are the dates again? The 14th and the 15th. May 14th, 15th. You will be able to see Draven Star, Matt Slayer live in person in the flesh. Buy us drinks. Smuggle them. Smuggle us drinks. Yeah. Smuggle us drinks. Um, bring some dollars. I will be... Um, the one thing I will say about Adult Con, uh, nothing is free at Adult Con. So if you are a broke ass, like the Black Eyed Pea said, if you ain't got no money, keep your broke ass home. But... If you got some dollars and you're trying to meet sexy porn girls and get your picture taken with a bunch of fine ass hoes and, you know, get some DVDs and just basically have have a good time and just, you know, kill a fucking afternoon and have a have a blast. Adult Con is going to be great. I will be there uh, posing for photos with fans, selling eight by ten, selling DVDs, giving hugs, hanging out with Slayer. Uh, If you're lucky and you come Saturday, you'll be able to meet assistant producer Johnny, who will be hanging out with me. For show. Saturday in the evening, Maddie Slayer will be around. And I charge for pictures too. He well, when you when you see this this beard and this man, you will want to pay for it. You'll have and also to, and so. all day Sunday, you're stuck with just me and Slayer. So it's gonna be fun. You guys should, it's it's gonna be fun. I'm excited. I've never been to a Dolcon. It's gonna I think it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a fucking blast. Is um is our is our friend going to be there? Our friend from Vegas with the tits. Oh yeah. Oh, so you guys got to make sure to stop by Sheridan Love's booth and say hello to Sheridan Love. We definitely haven't Sheridan on air. Yes. Yes. That got delayed from when I was in Vegas, anyways. Yeah. No, we're going to have Sheridan on the show. We love her so very much, and uh, Mr. Sheridan Don, who's the greatest that we will not have on air. That's just. And uh, we we really just just can't wait to see her. I haven't seen her in a since uh, AVN. I think was the last time I saw her. I can't wait. Yeah, no, it's it's been a minute since I've seen her too. Like I missed them. I missed her when I was in Vegas, and yeah, no, it'll be fucking rad. Was she featuring when you were there, or no? She was just, just at home, but I just schedules schedules yeah, happens. Uh, this right. shit happens, you know. Fucking, I'm often drunk and. Irresponsible. It happened. Yeah. That happens well, more than not. I mean, the reality of the situation was actually we canceled because we felt that we need to not have you as a call in and have you there in person with her playing with her tits on the air. 
see, this is why you guys are like such a big part of my heart. I love you guys so much. Cause that's see, that's some real homie shit right there. That's some real love. If y'all don't know what real love is, that's real love. And I can't wait. I just want to, I want to rub my tits on it. Her tits are going to swallow mine, but like, I just want to, I want to touch nipples with her. It's going to be like, Oh my God. I wonder if it's going to be like, like when the wonder twins, like when like they just touch shit would happen. Yeah. I got to make sure the GoPro's charged for that one. Let's do, yes, let's do it. That, you know what? Let's, um, let's have that be one of the first episodes that we like try and videotape maybe, or tape clips of it or something. I'll tell you where the GoPro on my head the whole time. It'll be hilarious. Let's do it. It'll be awesome. But I think that about does it for the evening. Yeah, so say, I feel like we've been, we've been yakking for a long ass time. So, um, cheers. Yeah. Let's get our, our cheers. final cheers in. One last round. Love y'all. Love y'all. Such a wonderful evening. Fuck yeah. Let's, uh, so hope y'all enjoyed, uh, little, little tidbits. You guys will get to know a, assistant producer, Johnny, uh, as the episodes go on, because, you know, we love him. He's very, well, I, I love him probably more than Slayer does. But, you know, he's so. all good. Where can we where can we find you on I mean, uh, his, on social media there, Johnny? This doesn't go in me. It goes in me a lot. Yeah, well, on the road, though, you thought about it. No, no. I thought about it when you were, I thought you were a girl. and Oh, did you know oh yeah. Oh, that's... <laughs> One day, remind me to tell you all the story of how I was supposed to be born a Jessica. Well, no, I, I'm not even talking about that. Like, so I don't yeah, know if you've ever heard this let's story. Let's pause for this is a good one. So when I first became friends with Draven, yeah, she was only dating girls. I I did not know her to ever take a dick off camera. That's true. That's true. I dated girls for a number of exclusively for a, no, a number of years. So she starts talking about. The ginger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, I did refer to him as that. Because uh-huh. I, I also, well, I, I will, to, to preface, I gave, whenever I was seeing someone, um, I never I never mentioned their name. Like, I always gave someone that I was dating a nickname. Like, I had a, a star shine. I had a spooky thing. I had a, a lady. I had a, you know, like... Uh, you know, I had like I, I had like different. I had like a Robo Kid for like thirty seconds. Like I, had, you know, I had like different. Na- I never went by anyone's name, so I just called the Ginger. Yeah, no, I do the same shit. Like I had the nurse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I did. I did. The it's same easier shit. that way. Exactly. Until you get like they have to earn their name. Yeah. So she's all like, racist. How's that racist? Racist against gingers? Can turn off his mic? Actually, I can. <laughs> you guys are dicks. So, we get to Exotica AC, and, you know, Draven rolls in with Johnny, and Johnny immediately, like, offers me a shot of Jameson. I'm like, oh, cool. Who's this dude? Like, I did not put two and two together at all. Yeah, like, I thought he was, like, my homie that, like, like I just oh. brought along. I'm like, and I, I totally asked her, like, so when do I get to meet the ginger? She's cute. <laughs> Like, that's the ginger. I was like, I'm right here, did. motherfucker. He just gave you a shot of Jameson. You just met the ginger. You're welcome. <laughs> I was totally expecting like this sexy Kirby redhead. Instead, you got this. You got this. Sexy I mean, I'm Kirby, Kirby redhead. Hey, I mean, I got ass. He's for got days, a sweet bro. ass on him. I yeah, was. It's not, it's, not the kind of ass I'm looking for. Is it though? Today is it? Well, though? I'm a breast Today. man. He definitely does not have tits. No, he doesn't. No. One day. I mean, no. you keep eating barbecue with me. We'll get tits. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so that's a funny story about how Slayer thought that my the pants was a girl. He was a she. <laughs> yep. I thought he was a she, and I was totally going to creep on her. Yep. But instead, he gets to creep on Johnny. I mean, so anyway, can where can we where can we find you on social media, Assistant Producer Johnny? I mean, you can hop on the Twitters, and it's at jhandler, J-H-A-N-D-E-L-E-R. Yeah, go ahead and try and get with that. Other than that, Johnny, good luck on Facebook. Don't bother me. It's rude. Do you have Instagram or anything? Yeah, I got an Instagram. It's Mr. Johnny Good Luck. There you go. But there it's go. it's mostly sleazy pictures of Draven and pictures of my chihuahua and me climbing ropes. There you go. Well, that's All cool. good stuff. Always interesting, yeah. And of course you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter and Matt Slayer on Instagram. As always, you know, you can uh, find me on your various social networks. Uh, Twitter and Instagram is at the Doom Doll. If you do Facebook, it's uh, facebook.com slash Doom Doll. And of course, if you are not already, you should be following our podcast on, uh, on Twitter as at 288 podcast. And uh, so this has been another episode of us and our shenanigans. So, uh... Until next time, stay filthy, y'all.